Hey, Shipper City. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into the episode, do me a favor and consider tapping that support this podcast link in your favorite podcast player. Every little bit helps us stay on the air and keeps us creating the content that you love. Be sure to follow along on social. We are on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at iShipItPod. You can head over to the website, iShipItPod.com, to sign up for email updates when new episodes are released. And you can send us emails at iShipItPod at gmail.com. And remember to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to and tell your friends that you ship it. So take a second, do all of that while you enjoy a word from our sponsors. Thor ate a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex pollen is? I mean, phantom seed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't care. I ship it. I don't care. I ship it. Hey there, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast. Your safe space on the internet for fan fiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. Hey guys, thanks so much for your patience the last couple weeks. I know that the schedule has been all over the place and not what you've come to expect. Um, and I got some very nice messages, some very sweet support, uh, telling people that they missed me and that they were worried about me and, um, all kinds of other fun stuff that you hear when people are really nice to you when you're flaky. Um, so thank you for that. And I did listen to the last episode that I recorded and I sounded tired as hell. So if I sounded that tired, I was probably like 10 times as tired as I was even saying that I was. So obviously some shit's been crazy lately and uh, I just appreciate you guys, you know, rallying around me and being there for me in Shipper City. I soups appreciate it. Um, and so, yeah, so big thanks to you guys uh, for being as awesome as you always are. I'm a very, very lucky podcast host. So um, again, flying solo this week, no big, uh, literally my own fault because I have not been able to get myself back into the swing of things and lock down a guest and pick a topic. Uh, some things are in the works, but they're not developing it. I get it. I get to get my shit back together or hire an assistant or <laughs> hire. I can pay you in like friendship fan fiction. Uh, if somebody wants to volunteer to line up my guests for me, that would be amazing. Um, but our, our sexy silent producer and myself are both, uh, you know, full-time working elsewhere, not at shipper city. So it's a little difficult to, uh, to sometimes make all the pieces work. So that's, that's a not really their invitation. If somebody has a lot of free time on their hands and expects zero pay and nothing but undying love. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> do not take that seriously. I do not expect anybody else to do my, the work of this podcast for me. So, um, unless of course you're Mia and you come up with a topic, write all the questions and find all the fic for us when you are a guest on my show. Um, that of course is just a lovely thing that she does because that's, that's who she is. So anyway, that being said, some stuff that has been happening in the fandom world lately, um, not to, honest to God, not too much. 
Uh, Kat Dennings got engaged to Andrew WK. I don't know who that is. I mean, I know who that is because in the last two weeks, her Instagram exploded with him. Um, I had to look him up because he was just like all over the place all the time. <laughs> I mean, yay. Happy for you, Kat. I hope he makes you very happy and he treats you very, very well. Uh, to an outsider. That is me. He makes me deeply uncomfortable. I'm apologizing if you are a fan of his. I guess he's a musician who does like kind of like EDM music or whatever, but um, more techno stuff. I don't really listen to it, clearly. Uh, I mean, if, guys, let's be real. If it's not like Taylor Swift or old school Backstreet Boys. Do I really listen to it? Not that often. Um, or big band 1940s jams. Uh, anyway, there's just a vibe. I can't explain it. I don't want to fight about it. I'm sure he's a lovely person. And if he has fans, please don't come at me. I don't care about most other people's opinions. Um, there is just a vibe. I, like I said, I cannot explain it. I don't want to dive too deep, but there's something about him that makes me go. And is that the end of the world? No. Does my opinion matter to Kat Dennings? Fucking no, of course not. Um, we're not friends. She doesn't know I exist. She never will. And that's fine. But uh, I just had to make it known because she does play and has brought to life my favorite character of all time, Darcy Lewis. Um, you know, that that the guy that she's planning on marrying makes me go... So who cares what I think? Mazel tov, Kat and Andrew. Um, I will say he has very long, very thick looking, gorgeous hair. And as someone who is also married to a man who has long, thick, gorgeous hair and has long, thick, gorgeous hair herself, like Miss Dennings, uh, if I were buying them a wedding present, it would be like a year's supply of Drano and a drain snake because the hair will clog and ruin every drain you have. Just, just telling you I've been married for 10 years. I know these things. Okay. I'm an old pro. That's my advice to you. Get a drain snake and get some Drano. Do preventative maintenance and you'll never have to worry about it. She worked very hard on her house. So I just want to make sure that her, her, you know, her drains are all Running smoothly, basically, because that's the kind of fan friend that I am. So, Kat, well done. Anyway, that's all on the fandom front, really, except it's not even fandom shit. That's just me being a gossipy bitch. Um, <laughs> gossipy, judgmental bitch about celebrities who don't know I exist. So, what else have you come to expect from this podcast? Also, a good bit of good news, though. Um... The MTV Movie Awards were last night. Of course, I didn't watch, not breaking a 17-year tradition. But I saw the next morning that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier won Best Duo for Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Duh. And also that Anthony Mackie won Best Hero. Hooray! So exciting! Um, and then WandaVision, I think, won Best Show. So, like, all my faves. Good job, guys. Super proud. Super happy that uh, that this all happened. So well done. Everybody richly deserved. 
Um, I was sad that, oh, you know what? I'm going to talk about some other stuff. These people related. I was sad that Sebastian Stan was not, um, was not in attendance with Anthony Mackie because it would have been really cute to watch them accept their award together because I love them because they're best friends and adorable. And anytime we get to see them together is a gift, um, which is why six, six episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier. I forgot how many there were six episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier. were not nearly enough. And I sincerely hope that we get more. Um, anyway. Yeah. So Seb was not there. Why you ask? Because he is filming. Uh, I don't know if it's called anything other than if it's called just Pam and Tommy, um, but he's playing Tommy Lee in a mm, biopic, I suppose, of the mm, love story between Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Um, Now, I was a child when they were the thing to talk about. I was a very small child. But when I grew up, um, I watched the Motley Crue documentary. (laughs) if you will, uh, if you want to call it that, I forget what it's even called, but I watched about 15 minutes of it and felt like I needed a rigorous course of antibiotics because I developed a staph infection from just watching this absolute grotesque debauchery. I get that the nineties, late eighties, early nineties, whatever was like, Oh yeah, we have to be so shocking. And like the shock rock and the, the the shock jocks and everybody was just trying to like out horrify each other. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, do I think that this movie needed to be made? Absolutely not. Would I love it so much if Sebastian Stan would, would be in a film that I actually wanted to see outside of Marvel? Oh my God. I would love it so much. I would love it so much. On the flip side, I keep finding Anthony Mackie in new movies um, to watch, and he is never anything but remarkable. Everything that Anthony Mackie is in is amazing. With the exception, of course, always, um, this should go without saying, with the exception of playing it cool. Uh, Everybody who is in the movie playing it cool should be ashamed of themselves forever saying yes to that project. I don't care if it was some sneaky deal where they all had to make that piece of shit garbage film in order to be in Marvel movies or whatever the fuck deal with the devil they had to make to get that thing greenlit. They should all be ashamed of themselves. The writer, the director, and every actor involved and anyone who financed it should be ashamed of playing it cool. That being said, playing it cool aside, every movie that Anthony Mackie makes makes me love him more conversely every movie that Sebastian Stan makes for yeah no I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make a blanket statement I sit there and go but why why did we have to why did we do this why 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 now again I'm being a judgmental bitch this is what happens when I'm on my own for too long guys I stop Uh, I take off my hard eyes, my hard eye sunglasses, and shit gets real. Um, I don't think that that this Pam and Tommy biopic is going to change the way I feel about any of this. Uh, I think 
they have done an amazing job of making um, Lily James and Seb look like those the two of them. I did read somewhere that uh, Pamela Anderson was not contacted about this being made, which makes me think that she's also not being paid uh, for her part in this this whole thing um, or something along those lines. It feels a little icky on that in that regard. Um, I do need to do a little bit more research on that side of things to see if this is like as gross as it feels or, uh, or if it's just run of the mill gross. We'll see. Will I watch it when it comes out? I don't know. Elizabeth, who has been on the show a couple times and is notorious for her terrible taste in movies. Elizabeth loves bad movies. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll bring her back on and we'll do a fangirl film club. Remember that? Remember when we were going to do that like once a month and then coronavirus happened and everything went to shit. Yeah. We're going to talk about that too, but maybe we'll do a fangirl film club about, uh, this, this new atrocity. It's going to be on Hulu. So it's not like it won't be available if I want to watch it. Will I want to watch it? No. Will I anyway? Possibly. So there you have it, folks. That's what's new and exciting in the world of people whose faces I pay attention to because of the characters they played. Now, I just mentioned something that I've been thinking about for a while, and it is the Fangirl Film Club. But more importantly, it is the timing of when we tried to do the Fangirl Film Club. Um, it was, I think, the week that everything went to hell was when we released the first episode. I could check. It would take me two seconds. I'm not going to. It was in March of last year. I know that much. I know that Elizabeth even had a cough and we joked that she knew she didn't have coronavirus. I know that we did that because it wasn't, it hadn't killed over a million, three million people yet. Okay. It hadn't killed hardly any people as far as we knew. Um, and our lives had not been completely and totally disrupted. I'm not going to keep talking about Fangirl Film Club. I haven't decided if we're bringing that back yet. I don't know. It's it's a different world now, clearly. But um, it is what it is. So, but anyway, the point being is that that happened at a very particular time. Um, and then the world as we know it, I'm not even exaggerating, guys. We know this. The world as we knew it stopped and changed forever. And, and... And uh, nothing will ever be the same, which in some aspects is good and some it is not so good. Um, and we can't do anything about all the things that have changed or the people who have died needlessly or any of that. Um, except get your fucking vaccine. I'm sick of saying this shit. If you have the opportunity, there are over 50 sites within six miles of me that are offering vaccines for free in the United States. Okay. I am not the only... My my place in the Pacific Northwest is not a rarity, okay? Vaccines are free and plentiful, and they are tossing hundreds and thousands of doses out every day because not enough people are coming in to get these fucking vaccines, okay? Please get one. In fact, if you get Pfizer and Moderna, get both, not get both doses, and uh, and please, for the love of God, just please do that. Okay. I don't need to get on my soapbox about anything else, but here we are. Anyway, everything changed, right? The world stopped turning. 
uh, and we got locked into our houses for what we were told were two weeks. And in that time, something happened in the fanfic world um, where I've talked about this before. When something happens and we need to process, where do we go? Fan fiction. Art in general is, uh, is a good indication of some shit that's going on. But in my little corner of the world, when I need to process something horrific that has happened to me, guess where it gets expressed in fanfic. So the quarantine fic happened. And I think it's interesting that amidst the horrors, amidst all of the things that have happened in the last year, that quarantining, sheltering in place, COVID restrictions, all that stuff is the thing that we all decided we were going to incorporate into our fix as a way to deal with it. And I really love that for us. I don't know. I didn't write any. I, I, I tried to write a COVID fic and it was just too, my life was too um, up in the air. Everything was, I was like, oh, is this the week I get to be homeless? No, maybe next week. All right. Fingers crossed. It's not next week, but we just don't know. Um, so I didn't write any COVID fix, but a bunch of people did. And I did two other episodes at the beginning of the pandemic about the quarantine fic. And I remember I was like being so cutesy about it. I was like, Oh my God, they were quarantined. And then like, I was like, I'll do this once a month until we're out of lockdown. And then thankfully I realized that that would be the most depressing thing in the entire world because we didn't get out of lockdown. I don't know about you, but in my neck of the woods, like we are just now, just now, 14 months later, starting to lift restrictions. I know that's not the case everywhere. Well aware. Don't get me started. But it would have been uber depressing if I had kept going with that. So I just gave it a break. We knew it was out there, right? Um, But now some shit is happening where some shit... (laughs) Where the CDC has released new guidelines saying that if you are fully vaccinated, which means you've gotten your second dose and 14 days have gone by to develop antibodies, um, that fully vaccinated people don't have to wear masks in outdoors or indoors in public anymore, um, and that they can basically go back to normal. I've seen some jokes uh, about like, hey, CDC, you couldn't give me a fucking countdown or something. Like, I look like absolute shit. Uh, same. Or, um, you know, people saying like, oh, we can just say the CDC says anything and people will believe it. So like, I saw one that was like, the CDC says that uh, independent breweries can make something other than IPAs. I don't believe that shit for a second. I've yet to see it in, in, in practice. But anyway, um, so we... So we have this new thing, right? And I mean, I think if I personally, I, I've come to enjoy wearing a mask in public. It is saving me on chapstick and on lipstick. And also, I really like not being perceived by other people. Frankly, my face, as far as I'm concerned, is nobody's fucking business except my own. Um, I can put on a big hat and sunglasses and a mask and you have no idea. Like I could be I could be a, a pile of snakes in a dress and a hat and sunglasses and you would have no idea. You, I could be anything, okay? I like that. I like the anonymity. I like not having to politely tight smile 
white person style at every stranger that I come across. Um, big fan. So I don't know that I'm giving up my masks. Also, it also depends on your area. Like Oregon, everything's still the same. So we have to wear masks in public, um, in like in, in, in all businesses have to wear masks. So that's fine. Whatever. Um, but like, everybody's like, oh my God, if you're still wearing a mask, you're blah, 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 you're so stupid. You're just living in fear. Listen. Okay. Um, first of all, like I just said, I enjoy wearing a mask. So fuck off. Second, a vaccine is not a suit of armor against everything. Okay. Um, I didn't get a cold this year. I didn't get any other kind of illness. Guess what? I don't, I don't, I wonder why. Um, for the first time in my life, I flew on an airplane and didn't get sick afterwards. Um, again, wonder why. And, and frankly, if you want to keep wearing a mask, that's your fucking business. If you want to keep getting your groceries delivered because you realize that you prefer that, um, and that you don't need to be out with other people all the time, that's fine. Um, I don't anticipate wanting to go back to a packed grocery store in the middle of the afternoon, in the middle of the week, once a week to spend hours at a time you know, browsing when I can just have everything brought out to my car for me. That's amazing to me. Um, also wearing your mask protects the people who aren't vaccinated yet. And a lot of frontline workers still have not had the opportunity, uh, because, um, they're not getting paid for their time off to go, to go and do that. So until, uh, we have a full real revolution, uh, labor, labor force strike, um, you know, wear your mask and protect those people. Okay. Don't be an asshole. And if you cease, oh my God, oh my God, shipper city. I shouldn't have to say this because you're all wonderful, perfect angels who would never in a billion years do this. But if you see somebody else wearing a mask and your first instinct is to shame them in any way, please, please shut the fuck up. Turn and walk in the opposite direction and think about what you were just about to do. You have no idea why somebody is wearing a mask. Please, please shut up. On the rare, the rare likelihood that I'm speaking to the person who yelled at my friend for wearing a mask in public and told her that she was being an idiot, um, you can shut the fuck up, okay? So don't do that. Why somebody else is wearing a mask is none of your goddamn business, self-included, okay? Um keep it to yourself. Keep doing the things that you're doing. It's, it's not done guys. It's not, we're all still traumatized. We will be traumatized. Probably. I hate to break it to you for the rest of our fucking lives about this. Okay. This is a big damn deal that we are maybe at the very, 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 very beginning stages of the end. Maybe we're probably more likely at the end of maybe the middle. Okay. It's not over. Stop acting like it is. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but in this regard, 
I figured we could address all of these things together. We could work through this trauma. We could process how we're feeling. I'm feeling apprehensive if you couldn't tell about possibly having to return immediately to normal and everybody expecting the same things they did for me over a year ago. Um, I'm not that person anymore. None of us are that person anymore. None of us are the 2019 version of ourselves. We should stop pretending that that person even exists anymore. Mourn them and move on. We're different people now. We've evolved. We've gone through some shit. We've probably lost people that we loved. Um, And we are not the same people that we were before. So everybody expecting us to be that person, ourselves included, are doing us a disservice. So be kind to yourselves, be patient with yourselves. If you're afraid of moving forward, if you're nervous about all of these restrictions suddenly being lifted willy nilly, I don't blame you. Um, Take your time. And in the meantime, uh, let's look back on some fanfic uh, and just say, just say farewell to the quarantine fic. I have a feeling it's not going to be a a prolonged, it's not going to be a a lasting trope. Okay. I don't think in 15 years, we're going to be saying, Oh my God, they were quarantined. Hopefully. Fuck. I mean, hopefully we don't have to do this again. Uh, but, but, but it is a thing. It's like a time capsule. You can look back on fix that were written in 2020 and early 2021 and say, Oh yeah, that was how we were dealing with that shit. So, so thank you to the quarantine fic for giving us what it could, um, a way to deal and a way to process with the immense amount of trauma we bring subjected to each and every day. Um, we appreciate you. I don't want to say we love you because, because that implies a lot, but we appreciate what you were able to give us a brief reprieve from whatever fresh hell was delivered to us that particular moment in 2020. So for this week, I found three fix that, um, that I had not recommended before that I had not read before in my other quarantine, um, quarantine roundups. So we've got some familiar fandoms here. We're going to start with, uh, a fic called victory online guess what that one's from it's from yuri on ice um yeah thank you forever for getting for for bringing this this fandom to our attention here in shipper city so whenever i do a trope episode there's always one yuri on ice fic that i can find that represents that trope because you guys are prolific um this is from an author named i'm gonna mess this up but it is uh if i say it slow and try and sound it out it's raw Rape Suhans. Uh, if I say it fast, I'm going to say it like rape swans. And I don't think that's what you meant. If it is, I'm sorry. But anyway, it doesn't matter. The fic is called Victoria Online, and there will be a link in the show notes. As always, um, this was such a cute quarantine fic. So it's an established relationship between Yuri and Victor. And um, they're living in Russia during quarantine. And... Um, Victor suggests to Yuri that he start a YouTube channel live streaming, playing his video games. Um, And it's kind of the most adorable thing ever because he doesn't think anybody, Yuri doesn't think anybody will pay attention to him. And his first live streams, like 200 people that he reaches. 
And everybody starts commenting on how cute he and Victor are together. And they're asking all these questions about their relationship because Victor's sitting there being adorable and like cheering him on and asking him all these silly questions about who he's playing against and what this part of the game does and what that part of the game does. Anyway, it's really adorable. Um, They're a very cute couple and they're super in love with each other in this fix. It's just like warm and fluffy. It was adorable. Victory online. Thank you. Uh, it is G-rated. It is it is very, very sweet. I think you'll like it. Um, so the next one that I read, uh, of course, you have to have a Marvel fic in here, right? So uh, it's it's actually, it's unfortunately, it's by an orphan account. I don't know who wrote this, but they, they, they gave it up. They gave it up for not even adoption. They just, they just abandoned the whole thing. So it's listed as complete, though. It's just a little slice of life. It's called Quarantining with Mr. Stank. Um, it's uh, it's a, a Peter Parker, um, MCU Peter Parker uh, fic, wherein Peter goes up north to quarantine with the Stark family because May is, Aunt May is a nurse and she's working all the time during the, the whole, you know, debacle. And she also doesn't want him getting sick. She doesn't want to bring home something that could get him sick. So she sends him up to Tony and Pepper's house by the, by the lake. Um, and I also forgot that Peter has this whole secret identity and not everybody knows that he's Spider-Man or that he's bestest, uh, that he's, you know, um, Tony Stark's ward, basically Tony Stark's house boy. Uh, and so he's trying to keep doing his, on like his, his zoom classes um at the cabin and kind of avoiding people realizing where he is or who he's with and it's just it's just funny um it's just it's a cute little uh secret identity fic i guess where all of his classmates try and figure out where the hell he is and who he's with and why tony star keeps randomly popping up in his background um, so it was adorable. It was a cute little, and I was like, yeah, it was a nice little found family fic. So that was, uh, quarantining with Mr. Stank. Um, all right. And then the last one was actually my favorite. Um, it was called, it's called werewolves of quarantine by golden ray of sun, which is just like a really nice, it's just a really nice username. Uh, werewolves of quarantine is a supernatural fic wherein uh, Dean and Castiel are roommates. Oh my God, they're roommates in college. And Castiel also happens to be hiding a secret wherein he is a werewolf. Um, didn't think I was going to like it. Totally loved it. Um, it's, it's the longest one. It's almost 10,000 words. And I'm telling you this fic flew by like in, in an instant. It was such a quick read. It was so much fun, even though this was like a really strange AU that I was not expecting. It was really, really in character. I could hear their voices perfectly. Really captured Dean's like resistance to feelings and deep internalized self-loathing and Castiel's very... Uh, stilted way of expressing himself it's adorable okay i really want you to read i want you to read all three because they're very fun and we need to give a proper farewell and funeral to the the quarantine fic 
but this one in particular really made my day uh, to read. So, so those are my offerings for you guys this week. I know I don't, I wasn't as bubbly and happy as I usually am. Had a lot of like really weird, very specific negative thoughts that I was not expecting to express on this podcast. I apologize if, uh, if I offended anybody, I guess I always apologize if I offend anybody. Um, if you're excited about the Pam and Tommy movie, I'm happy for you. Uh, I, I'm sure you are going to love it if you are excited about it. Um, and if you're a big fan of Kat Dedding's fiance, sorry, uh, didn't mean to, to rag on your boy. Um, but these are my thoughts. These are my opinions. This is how I, how I run things here in city hall at shipper city. If you would like to register your opinions, your complaints or thoughts on mine, I'm always here to listen in the meantime, uh, please enjoy these delightful quarantine fix. Um, while we have them while they're still being written, let's, let's, you know, let's enjoy what we have while we have it. And like I said before, take your time, be nice to yourselves, be kind to others, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Um, and above all else, as things maybe possibly, who knows, possibly return to question mark normal, um, let's make sure you all uh, get your shit together. 